Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Dominic Gates. This is Jason Frakes. We're back on video, and we, of course, will still have audio, but we thank you all for checking out uh, this week's podcast. So we've only, up until the taping of this uh, show, we've only had one round of the boys' LIT, but on Tuesday morning, the bracket for the girls' LIT, it was released. So we'll break through that and also kind of get the schedule set uh, for this upcoming weekend. So... Uh, before we dive into the girls' LIT, is there anything that jumps out early? I mean, in terms of the top seeds, no surprises, but is there anything initially that you saw from, I guess, the boys or the girls that you want to mention? Uh, well, you know, they played the boys' LIT uh, the first round Monday night. Um, you know, no real big surprises from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Iroquois got a nice win. That's a team we really haven't talked a whole lot about Um they're fourteen and two now. Yeah. Um, they, you know they haven't played the most difficult of schedules. Uh, they have Bauer Tuesday night in the in the second round. So, um, but Jeff Morrow has done a good job there at Iroquois. And like I said, has them fourteen and two and and playing well in a, in a really tough six region. So, um, but you know, going forward, you know. Wednesday should be really fun at Valley with the four quarterfinals. Uh, you got possible matchups there. You could have Mail against Manuel. Yeah. You could have uh, Butler against PRP. Uh, you could have Boward against Western. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might get Dawson Trinity. So, um, you know, the, the first couple of days of the boys LIT, maybe not a whole lot of great matchups, but uh, uh, starting Wednesday at Valley should be really fun. And then the, the semifinals Friday night at 6 and 8. And then the championship game Saturday night at 7.30 um, sets up to be a lot of fun basketball uh, toward the end of this week. It really does. And then, of course, like I said, on Tuesday, obviously, we will still have some coverage of games. But in terms of talking about on the podcast, we won't be able to. But, yeah, you'll be able to get that early taste of St. X Trinity on Tuesday. and uh, You mentioned some of those other games like Iroquois and Ballard. So I think that is the one fun thing. And uh, there's been some other teams uh, on this list that – Turned a few heads and have been uh, impressive. A team like Atherton uh, is a team, like you mentioned, kind of like Iroquois, we haven't talked a whole whole lot about. But uh, they've had uh, some uh, quality wins and had a nice little uh, start to the season at this point, 8-4, and four, and um, blew out Highlands uh, Latin uh, not too long ago. And they'll play uh, Butler on this Tuesday. And uh, we've obviously talked about Butler and how uh, competitive they've been. So it really does set up uh, really nice. Uh, on the boys' side early on. So uh, I guess that's the biggest uh, takeaway for me, too. Yeah. The other thing, Monday night, Fern Creek beat the Sales uh, 63-56 in the, in the first round. That was another pretty good matchup. Yeah. The Sales obviously was the defending LIT champ. Yeah. Uh, they had won it last year in the, in their uh, won their first ever LIT championship last year, beating Bauer in the finals. So uh, Fern Creek's record isn't impressive, but uh, that was a good win for them going two to Sales. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if they can kind of the, if the Tigers can get going here in the in the second half of the season. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess time for the girls lit, and, and let's kind of jump into that. Obviously, Sacred Heart uh, being the top seed. You also have Bullet East that's up there. So it's similar to the boys. There's plenty of you could say that in-state yeah. local flavor. But the one thing that I do like as well, similar to the boys, when you're adding in teams like Covington Catholic in the mix on the girls side too, you're going to have four teams. From outside the Louisville area, that's really good. Of course, Notre Dame, uh, who's always been really solid. Kes Murphy's done a great job there. Bowling Green, uh, going to be the favorite in the fourth region. They are each and every year. Uh, Calvin Head has kept that, just that train rolling. And uh, everyone, of course, remembers uh, the tough uh, Sweet 16 game they played against Sacred Heart. So 
Bowling Green has a lot of talent, so imagine they'll be back at Rupp Arena. And then, of course, we've talked about Anderson County and Franklin County, been to uh, nice juggernauts um, as well. So it really does make up for, you said, regardless of who wins it or who is in there, it's still going to be solid because we've talked about the Louisville teams, of course. We've talked about Sacred Heart Bullities. But then Bowling Green was able to get a win over Bullet East uh, this week, so uh, or this week or last week, which Saturday. on Saturday, yeah. So again, it shows that this girls' tournament, yeah, Sacred Heart's the favorite, but there's a lot of teams that we could be talking about playing yeah. for that championship. Yeah, it's it's a it's a very interesting tournament. You know, the the boys start stopped inviting teams from out of town about ten years ago, mm-hmm. so uh, you know we don't really get that on the boys' side anymore. But the girls have have kept this tradition going and the one thing they changed this year was um in the past the the four out of town teams didn't start playing until the quarterfinals on friday so they sort of got buys into the quarterfinals where you had those four teams and the four from louisville who were left after the first couple rounds uh and what they've done this year is those four out of town teams they, they start playing on tuesday they're yep. in the round of 16 so um i know a lot of people didn't like that they sort of got that quote unfair advantage of getting into the quarterfinals i mean there was a simple reason for that they didn't want those teams to have to travel here on a school night and have to play on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and uh, instead they could just come on Friday and spend the weekend but yeah. uh, they've changed that up this year um, I, I think that makes it a little more interesting when you have those teams sort of coming in early if you will um, and it sets up for some good matchups uh, you know like you said Sacred Heart is the number one seed uh, they're the team to beat um, you've got uh, you know you got a, a, a Tuesday night matchup and this this tournament just uh, you know it didn't start till January 24th so yeah, uh, yeah. we're looking a couple of weeks ahead here but uh, you've got Bowling Green against Mail yeah <laughs> uh, a, a heck of a second round matchup there uh, you've got Franklin County against Manuel another really good matchup uh, you've got Christian Academy against Anderson, Anderson County yeah. and you got Notre Dame against Assumption so um, all four of those out of town teams being here, uh, some really good matchups there early. But um, you know, I, I think Sacred Heart's a favorite. I think Boyd East, uh, you got to look at. It. I think Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame's had an outstanding season, yeah. and of those four out of town teams, they might be the one best equipped to uh, to get to the final and maybe win this thing. They're playing really well. Uh, like you said, Bowling Green got a win over Boyd East. Mm-hmm. Um, Franklin County lost a couple of their last two games over the weekend. Um, so they're kind of uh, they're kind of stumbling into this, and then Anderson County uh, they were off to a really good start and lost to Central. Yeah, uh, uh, they probably have the front runner for Miss Basketball and Amaya Jenkins, who's uh, committed to UK. So uh, you know, you UK fans can go out and see her in action. But uh, um, you know, it, it's a deep field. It, it'll be a lot of fun, and you know, I, I think one of the girls OIT. People used to say this about the boys' LIT. I don't think this is the case anymore with the boys because you don't get those out-of-town teams. But I, I think maybe winning the girls' LIT is just as hard as winning the Sweet 16 and maybe even tougher. It really is. I mean, just the teams that we mentioned. I mean, these are yeah. the favorites of the regions. Yes. So it's not like you're going to play teams like, okay, you'll get a little taste of them now. So I, I, if you are like a Donna Moyer, if you are – a Kess Murphy, a Calvin Head, or you know what I mean, anybody like that, I wouldn't be surprised if they are like, okay, let's see what we can do here. Deshaun Pendleton as well. It's just like, let's go ahead and 
run some good stuff because, again, it gives you a nice taste of the Sweet 16 early because you're going game for game, different styles, different matchups. So I, I definitely agree. So I think this is a nice little, even similar, you know, in ways to the boys, but on the girls' side especially, I think you are getting a nice sneak peek of what you could see in the Sweet 16. So I, I think that's the the fun thing about it. And, you know, obviously, you know, you won't have like the first region or second region yeah, type teams. Yeah. But that's what I was going to say. That, you know, McCracken County and GRC are probably the two best girls yeah. teams that aren't in this tournament. Yes. But you've really got, you know, with those four other ones and the local teams, you've got most of the rest of the best teams in the state in this tournament. That's true. And I think that's what makes it um, that much more exciting. So, there's a lot of teams that I haven't been able to see yet. And, you know, we talked before about, like, Central beating Anderson County. I'm curious. I'm like, you know, you looked up the stats. It was like, okay, everybody was healthy and yeah. full speed. So it's like, okay, you can bring up, like, you could say the Central Boys game in the LIT Monday night. They had some uh, COVID issues. So yeah. it's full staff. So you got, like, Amaya Asher, Amaya Jenkins. You, you just got a lot of star power. So I think that is another thing why these games could be very competitive. Yeah, it'll be fun, and you know who knows between now and, and January twenty fourth, you know how COVID might affect some of these teams. So, yeah, um, you know hopefully that won't be an issue. Um, you know we we saw two teams back out of the boys LIT the day before it started. Yeah. Only, only one of those was COVID related. That was Collegiate. Uh, they backed out, so you know hopefully we won't see that here uh, with the girls. But you know a, a team we didn't even talk about was Mercy and. <laughs> yeah, uh, got to see them last week. Yeah, and, uh, they have two of the best. They have two of the best freshmen not only state, but these two girls are ranked nationally uh, in their class. In uh, Leah Macy, yeah. Alyssa Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Leah Macy has been as dominant as any player I've seen so far this year. Yeah. Uh, just a freshman, six two, can score inside, can score outside, and pretty much does what she wants. <clears throat> Alyssa Murphy is a really good point guard uh, who kind of facilitates things for them. So. Uh, Mercy is a team that I'll, I'll kind of throw in and maybe as a dark horse to win the thing. She was really good. I, that, that stood out to me. I was at that game as well. And, yeah, she just – there was no answer for yeah. her. I mean, Whitfield so. Academy didn't really have anybody who could guard her. But, uh, you know, she she dominated. I know. She got close to, what, 40 points in that game? Or? Yeah, she had 32 points and 16 rebounds. That only scored about 55 points. So Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you know, Whitfield, yeah. you know, they're undersized. They're having a good year. Probably the best year Whitfield's ever had. And they actually would have been in the girls' LIT, but they uh, they opted out in order to uh, hopefully compete in the All-A Classic uh, State Tournament that week. So uh, that's why you won't see Whitfield Academy. They they I think they would have uh, got a first-round home game uh, had they chosen to play in the LIT. That's true. So I guess that before we wrap it up, any uh, final words, final th- Thoughts, set your weekend calendar, some things that uh, we need to keep on, on yeah, the radar. Yeah, I mean, if, you, you know, if, you, if you're listening, you haven't really kind of, um, you know, you're kind of wondering about the boys' LIT this weekend. I mean, like I said, I, yeah. we, we might have this up Wednesday morning, so yeah. we're in time for Wednesday's quarterfinals. The quarterfinals start at 4 yeah. out at Valley, and, I mean, you're going to get four really good games, and I'm not trying to sell tickets for anybody. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, can, the way it said, I was, I was thinking about this on the way over. You, you could have the best eight teams in Louisville playing on on Wednesday. I think there there will probably be a couple teams that might make an argument that they might fit in that range. Mm. But I think if you have Ballard against Western, Manuel Mayo, PRP Butler, and Doss Trinity, 
I think you can make an argument that's the eight best teams. Now, you know, Western plays J-Town. You could argue the, the loser of that might still be one of the best eight teams in the city. Um, but you're going to have eight really good teams on Wednesday. And then uh, Friday night of the OIT is always one of my favorite nights of the year. That, I mean, that's just – I don't know how to describe it. It's it's usually the, the four best teams in the city. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday night. You know, it's got that little extra buzz you get on a Friday night versus a Tuesday night. Yeah. You know, Tuesday night games are fun. Friday night games, yeah, just something about them. Yeah, it you is know? different. It's a little different. <laughs> There's a little different. more buzz. Um, so, you know, Friday night could be really fun. You get a Ballard Mail. You get a PRP DOS. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. And then, you know, the Saturday championship game at 730. So, uh, really looking forward to this weekend and, and seeing who uh, who comes out with that LIT title. So you're going to want, I know it's a far drive going out to Valley High School, but it's worth it. And Jason Frakes says so. So <laughs> that's right. That's the bottom line. Be there. <laughs> be there or be square. So that's it. That's all we got for this week. Um, and we do thank you as always for checking out the Prep Rally podcast. There's so much coverage already. We had some opening round games and. Of course, we will not talk more about the Girls LIT until next week because on the 24th is when that tournament gets underway. But the boys LIT is already up to speed. So uh, we will get this up uh, for Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's just going to be a lot of fun with some of the best basketball teams that uh, this city and state has to offer. So we thank you all. So for Jason Frakes, I'm Dominique Gates. We'll see you next week.